So Midwest. <laughs> oh, let me squeeze right past you here. How fucking old do we sound right now? <laughs> Very old. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Shots and Thoughts, a podcast all about life, dating, and relationships as a 30-something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Olivia. I'm Amy. And I'm Ashley. Mom, stop listening now. and just a reminder we're all adults here so drink responsibly welcome back to a bonus episode of shots and thoughts this week (laughs) this week it is actually just me and amy ashley had to take the weekend off for some family stuff so we decided to do this as a bonus episode because if you guys are keeping count we are at episode number 50 and there's no way in heck we're crossing that milestone officially without ashley here with us nope 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 can't do that so amy how are you this week Oh, you know, just still stressed out with work. So just another week. Mm-hmm. Sunday scaries at their best. It's totally true. Well, you actually have some kind of interesting news to share. Care to let us all in on it? Dun, dun, dun. I'm single. <laughs> Yay. Finally, somebody <laughs> on my side of the the viewpoints here on this podcast. I'm no longer the only single person here. (sighs) Amy, I have been dying to talk about this with you because I feel like there is this perception that online dating, sure, every once in a while you find somebody who sucks or find somebody who can't communicate. And like people share this stuff on TikTok and Instagram. And I feel like the people in relationships or the people who are married look at that kind of stuff and go, eh, that's probably like 10% of what's out there. Amy, I think you can finally appreciate (laughs) that it is 95%. Yeah, so Olivia convinced me to just get back on the apps, get out there, see what's out there. And you know what, Olivia? Hmm. I'm really, really sad to report you were fucking right. Like, terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Guys cannot hold a conversation. Like, I just, I have a whole list of things. I'm like, I keep, I probably have sent them all to you at some point in a text. Like, is this normal? Is this right. how everyone is? Yes. It's it's terrible. Again, we are not blowing this out of proportion. It is 95%. I mean, maybe you say whatever you think your percentage is, but 95% of the people that you match with, it's like ridiculous for one, one reason or another. Because mm-hmm. first you have the people who have just ridiculous shit on their profiles. It's just a hot mess out there. And you also realize how small Milwaukee is. I've been reminded of this many times because it's the same people on. So I signed up for Hinge and Bumble and it's the same people on both. And then (laughs) I'll send something funny to Olivia and she'll be like, oh my gosh, I saw him. So it's like, we keep seeing the same people. 
So mm-hmm. we decided we also need to, if we we get serious with someone or like go on a date, we need to send it to the other person to make sure <laughs> they don't go out with them too. Right, because we've had close calls in the past to the guy with the dog named Sausage. Yeah, I was going to go out with him. You had gone out with him. No, no, thank you. <laughs> that was oh, that was so funny. I think we were just at a friend's house and was like, yeah, I just went on a date with you know a guy and his dog named Sausage, and you're like, what? <laughs> Dropped oh, everything. I was probably mid conversation. Was like, wait. <laughs> It was Halloween because that's when we have the best times. Yes. Yes. So Milwaukee is a very small world. That's problem Mm -hmm. number two. And then problem number three, I would say, is the fact that guys just don't know how to hold conversations on the apps and it's painful. And I get that like, it's hard. You don't know me from anybody else. It's a little challenging to make conversation. Um, And it doesn't flow quite the same way as if you were talking in person, but like you signed up for this, you wanted to do app dating. You then need to put in the effort to make that work. This one guy like took it really seriously though, that I was talking to at one point. Cause like I asked a question and he asked a question, but then he, he's like, okay, your turn to ask a question. And he would literally oh. prompt me to go back and forth with him. And I'm like, this is exhausting. <laughs> it should be a little bit more natural than that. I feel like, <laughs> but like, where are the people that you can just like pick a random topic and then just kind of go with it? I, d- I don't know. Like, That's in somewhere in that ask. small 5%. Cause like it's, ugh. Guys always put on their profiles, I've noticed, you know, I don't want to have small talk. Let's just go out. But why aren't they, why they just want to keep talking for weeks? Oh, so it's like they're not being truthful? I don't know. And then the other day I saw one, he was like, you know, don't just say, hey, I know girls hate that. We also hate it. (laughs) How else do you start a conversation? Hi, how are you? (laughs) You're supposed to find something on their profile to comment on, but that's another issue, especially with Bumble, because you have to say something first. And I do, I want to say something witty or whatever that strikes conversation. But if you don't have jack shit on your profile, what am I supposed to say to you? I don't know. I've made the mistake of just swiping based on the animals that are in their profile pictures too. (laughs) So... (laughs) Nothing about that surprises me at all. Yeah. Oh, when people use like the same photo, it's, you know, they're just sitting in one spot and just taking the same picture from different angles. And then that's (laughs) all of their profile pictures. Yes. Like you couldn't go just maybe go to a different room, put on a different shirt for a new picture. No, Mm -mm. absolutely not. That's way too much work. And the prompts, like those are some of them can be kind of funny, like on, oh, it's both Bumble and Hinge. Like they have different little prompts that you can put like a question or a statement. And then you just have to like finish the sentence kind of thing. And one of them is you will fall for me, dot, dot, dot. I cannot tell you how many guys put if you trip me, like, like every single one. I know. I know. It's if so you trip awful. me or if you push me. Right. Cool. Yes. 
like, please try and be a little bit more creative. And also like, I get that that's witty, but like, that tells me nothing about you. Like the whole point of the prompts are for me to learn some things about you. And again, especially when it comes to Bumble and I have to say something first, like give me some ammunition to work with here, people. Yeah. Oh, have you also, okay. This one cracks me up every time though. So one of the other prompts that I've noticed is, I think it's on hinge. It's asks, what are your love languages? Yeah. Like the question and in like parentheses, it tells you what some of them are like to help you kind of fill it out. It boggles my mind that people don't know what these are. Right. They just put random shit in there. (laughs) Yeah. They clearly did not understand the assignment. (laughs) No. It's like, honey, no. Right. I've seen people even because I think probably both of those apps require you to have prompts that'll just put a period in the Mm -hmm. answer. Like they don't even want to try to answer it. Like if you're going to put that little effort filling out your profile, what makes you think you're going to put any effort into trying to date me? Or they put something like random. It's like, what's your favorite color? And then they'll put curly hair like in... Yes. <laughs> Zero sense. Oh. And the pictures thing too is hard. Like you said, they'll have like the same type of picture or same location, whatever. Or it's all like photos from weddings that they've stood up in. Like, that's nice. I like seeing a good picture of you dressed up and looking good and a professional photographer, but I also kind of want to know what you look like on a day-to-day basis. Okay. So one guy actually, I saw posted in his profile about this. He's like, we have pretty much just pictures and weddings because this is the only, it was that and them holding a fish. He's like, this is the only time we have pictures taken of us. Otherwise they don't go, guys don't go out of their way to have their picture taken unless they're right. doing like gym mirror selfies, which are also dumb. Also terrible. Um, I would, I, I want to know what girls post as their pictures. One guy posted that he didn't want to see any more bikini photos. Like are girls really just posting pictures of themselves in their bikinis? Cause I mean, potentially <laughs> if that's like how you want to stand out or get a guy's attention, I guess. I don't know that that's necessarily someone looking for a long-term relationship maybe, but I posted a picture of Jeeve and a picture of Marsh to take up two photo spots on mine. That is terrible. That is cheating. If you, if you were a dude, I would swipe no on you for that reason. I don't, I don't have any photos of myself. I don't go out of my way to take selfies or like if I go places or do stuff with friends, I'm the one taking the picture. Nobody else is taking a picture of me. Like I'm, I'm not in pictures. You got to be more assertive. Get that picture taken. Also, Ashley's wedding photos should be back soon. So <laughs> <laughs> there's some good ones of me. Yes. Yeah, I do think that's hard. Guys definitely aren't the type to take pictures of themselves. But I don't know. You want to present yourself well, right? Come on. And guys are super, super judgy about the photos that women take too. Like we say no gym selfies, no fish pictures. They say no filters and no, it can't just be all selfies. Like that's their thing. Mm -hmm. I do think that's a little bit judgmental because I think the selfie thing isn't about, oh, she's taking a picture 
of herself. It's more like I want to see her body, but yeah, I don't have any of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just literally don't have any pictures. You do too. Yeah, they're not good ones. <laughs> One is of you in a cutout. Oh yeah. So it's barely even your whole face. <laughs> People seem to like that one though. It's me in the fantasy factory. I went to was it Carbon Four mm-hmm. Brewing and in Madison area, and they had that cutout of the cat holding a gun, riding on top of a unicorn, and they had the cutout to put face in it. So why wouldn't I get my picture taken in that? And that was one of my only pictures I have of myself. So I put it on my profile. <laughs> and guys probably do love that because they think you like beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not a fan of Fantasy Factory, but yeah, That's- I liked the cat on the unicorn. Is that false advertising then? <laughs> I like beer, just not Fancy Factory. Mm. Oh, another thing. Oh, that's just, do you have like fine guys' profiles that are just big turnoffs? Like you just start reading and you're like, I need to just get off the apps because this is terrible. Yes, like all the time. Like they want you to be a late, they like list everything they want you to be. Like they want you to be a lady. They want you to clean their house. They want you to be the one to go grocery shopping. They want you to help fill up their five bedroom home. No, thank you. That's just Mm -mm. so bizarre. Why put it out like that? But I guess if a guy's going to be kind of patronizing like that, I kind of do want to know up front. Swipe no on that one. Just realizing how independent I am. And I was like, "Mm mm-mm. I don't even do that for myself. Why would I do it for you? <laughs> See, but I think that's another thing too, is guys want like an independent woman, but they also want a woman to depend on them. But also to take care of them. Right. I'm, yes. I'm not, I'm not your mother. <laughs> Trust me. But that's what he needs. Mm-mm. Can we talk about, so this one, one day, Olivia and I were bored and we dared each other to sign up for Tinder, which we know is just a train wreck. I actually haven't had that bad of luck on Tinder. Oh my gosh. I I still have it. For it. What? Yeah. <laughs> I inactivated my account after 10 minutes. Oh 10 my minutes. God. Because you want to know why? All the guys that started messaging me all had an Asian fetish. Like oh, it was no. bad. I was like, this is a thing. Like, this is what you want to come out out of the gate with that's Mm-mm. horrible i was traumatized and i will never go back on tinder is that what they just say like how do they even say that like hey you're asian you're hot yeah or they'll be like oh are you asian i'm like yeah are you <laughs> obviously white? i don't know <laughs> but then it's like uh, like this one guy he made a comment how he just loves asians and people from his country love asians i was like why because i want him to tell me (laughs) yeah he said because they're real cute and they're good in bed i was like well thank you because we love being you know judged based on our ethnicity and then i unmatched him and then deleted my account (laughs) (laughs) wow that uh down downward spiral happened very fast yeah i'm like really it was it was too much. I feel bad that you have to deal with that kind of shit. Like it's hard enough being a woman on the apps and then have people like judge you that way. 
that's jokes just gross. on them. I am probably the least Asian person they're ever gonna meet. I am Asian <laughs> solely on my eyes. My eyes are like the almond shaped, but that is it. I have no other Asianness. Guarantee. I mean, unless you want to go with the stereotype of like Asians are bad drivers, because then I've heard that a lot that I'm a bad driver. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny that statement. Hey. <laughs> We'll see how good Ashley's listening. You're not the worst driver in the group. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like the Illinois part of us. We're we're just Illinois drivers. But then you mix it with Wisconsin driving and it's, I don't know. Do you guys think I'm a grandma driver in comparison? No. Like... You just seem normal, but then I also think I drive normal. I've been told I am not a normal driver. (laughs) Oh, can we derail this topic for just a second? Yes, ma'am. Is it okay to have someone pick you up for a first date? It depends. (laughs) No. How far away is the date going to be? Oh, what if you're coming from the same area? Oh, stop. This is how people get murdered. I mean, are you going into a forest to go hiking together on a first date? I think somebody in this pair here between us went hiking on a date. Yeah. Everybody knew where I was. Mm. Had my location on. Find my friends. Snapchat. The last time that I had somebody let somebody pick me up for a first date is the time Ashley had to show up and cry at the table side for me. Oh, that I was terrible. Yes, but you don't I know. Guess, you've never met a person before a first date. You don't know how cray cray they are. True. What if you need an escape? That's what you like. That's what your friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make just plan all your dates around where your friends live. Oh, and they come pick you up or so they show come up and table cry side. table side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That All right. Sense. That sounds good. I suppose one time I didn't let somebody pick me up, but I went to his house for the first date. He was remodeling a kitchen and said I could do demolition. And I was like, hell yeah, sign me up for that. Give me a sledgehammer and a sawzall. Um, uh. <laughs> it was so fun. It was like my favorite first date. So you went to a stranger's house that was filled with saws. Yes. Mm-hmm. Willingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I did that. Too. Well, not saws, but he's like, come over to my house. I'll make you dinner. So the first date was dinner, but he lives in the middle of the country. Oh God. <laughs> this was at least like in a subdivision. <laughs> if I was dying and shouting for help, someone hopefully would have heard me. <laughs> yeah. Dating safety, guys. We had an episode about that. Yeah. We should probably just re-listen to that ourselves. <laughs> right, probably. <laughs> anyway, so what other annoying things have you realized about the apps that I have said was true? Anything else standing out to you? Yeah, the only options for guys, I think, right now are divorced ones with children. Yeah, holy cow. Like, there, there's no, like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, are there really no single single guys with no kids? Like, it's a huge proportion of people, I feel like. 
I keep seeing some that meme going around Instagram. It's like, I'm still single in my 30s. And statistically, that means I've already avoided my first divorce. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that I guess. Yeah, that, that's good. I've, I've statistically avoided my first divorce. Yay. <laughs> Sad cheers. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that I went to like high school with, they're all divorced and have kids now. So I'm like, Maybe that I feel like it wasn't as common like back in the day, or maybe people just didn't talk about it as much or post about it because we didn't really have social media. I mean, who's posting on their MySpace page that, oh, my parents got divorced. So, right. Yeah, that's my true. dad's single again. <laughs> <laughs> that and like, I don't know, think about it without the apps, you wouldn't meet that many people in that situation in person. It just seems like a ton because everybody's like, condensed onto the apps I feel like yeah where do you go where do you meet people like this is I want to get off the apps because they're terrible and they're annoying and people can't have conversations and I'm just sick of them it's like but what how else do I meet people it's so hard especially because I think the apps are so prevalent that a lot of people don't even try to do in person anymore like you and I, we went to one of Ashley's volleyball games recently, but like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like the environment has changed both because of the apps. Nobody actually talks in person. And because of the fact that we're a little bit older and I think maybe we're afraid of, <laughs> why am I getting laughed at? <laughs> Because that was making me think of another time that we went out to just try and be out there. We ended up at that college bar. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So Amy and I, it's not like we're not trying to meet people in real life. It's just, it's just really hard. Bad at it. It really bad at it. We were in this like <laughs> suburb area, which is probably problem number one. But I'm not, we don't know where you go out to meet people at our age. Like we're past the point of being able to go to like, I don't know, certain downtown areas where the population's all way too young for us. So then like, what's the next step? So we were walking down this like busy main street and finally we found a place that was like blasting our music and we walk inside and it's all 22 year olds with like midriff tops, mom jeans, singing Backstreet Boys. And it was like, we were in an alternate universe. It was terrifying. I felt shoes so were stuck to the floor and I was holding a coat. No one else was wearing a coat I felt really <laughs> out of place. Yes. Yes. If uh, just our age in general didn't tip us off the fact that we were both like wildly overdressed also did not work so good. But like we even like even going to like a brewery, like, I don't know, that's just full of tables. How There's no like bar that you sit out to meet, meet people and right. like, patio spaces are great but it's starting to get cold mm -hmm. like once winter hits is it just everything shut down and you can't meet people there's not like a lot of mingling like you mentioned even on the patios it's like tables groups of friends and stuff like I don't know the environment was is it, just different was it Ashley's husband that told us that we should do speed dating yes mm -hmm. that was his next great <laughs> idea for us don't get me wrong. I I'm at the point where I will accept any sort of attempt. <laughs> I'm not about to rule terrible. much out. 
I would Why? be terrible at that. I, you have like what a couple like two minutes to have a conversation with someone. Mm-mm. No, this sounds excellent because you get to figure out somebody's vibe. Like if that person's no good for you, you'll know. I feel like, don't you? If you go on a date with somebody like first few minutes, I know if this is like going to vibe or not. I mean, can I just use the same questions I used on whoever the last person in the chair across from me was? Because I have to go, I have to like plan ahead, like dates. I have to know where I'm going. It helps if I've been there before because I know where everything is. I know where the bathrooms are. I know where the doors are. I know where to order. I know what to order. I know where to park. Is it just because of my anxiety? I don't know. But then (laughs) for dates in the past, like I've like prepared topics ahead of time like a list because oh otherwise because like okay I get there and I'm really nervous and then I, my my body just shuts down like my brain <laughs> completely blank pretty sure the I've written, thing... them, written them on my hand before because like I can't remember them you actually have written them on your hand yeah oh my god Amy the I'm only thing really, I do ahead really of dates bad at dating I don't know how I've gotten dates up till now like in my past because I'm terrible I think I've just had a lot of drinks in my system or something Mm, that's the secret I will scroll through like our messages before I meet up with somebody just to make sure that I don't like ask a question that I've already asked I kind of want to refresh my memory of what we've already talked about but that's it that's all I do I have probably the opposite problem because I like to do my private investigating. Mm. And so I just have to remember what they haven't actually told me <laughs> what I found out on my own. This is a slippery slope. This is going to bite you in the ass one of these days. <laughs> oh, these boy. Days. Yeah, especially if I've had like, too much to drink. Then, mm-hmm. Yeah, everything just comes falling out. You are an excellent private investigator, though. I will give you that. I hope, I really do hope this doesn't bite you in the ass, but. <laughs> I, I like the challenge. I'm like, okay, you give me a first name and like one thing about you. I can find out your siblings, your parents, where you went to high school. You played in sports. Did your grandma die? Like <laughs> everything. Did your grandma die? That's, hey, that's like the biggest thing is the obituaries. Yeah. I know all the family members. Yeah, it sounds really creepy, doesn't it? It does sound very <laughs> creepy. But now we all have your secret. So anybody who wants to do some good stalking, that's the trick. Find Anyone the that wants to date me, please just don't listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late, Amy. It's too late. We've gone too far. So I think one of the hot topics between me and you recently, frustrations with the dating apps have been people not being great at holding conversations or conversations just like dying out and people not actually setting up dates. And I think like breadcrumbing is a term we've talked about once before. It's where people are like, oh yeah, I'm busy this week. Maybe we can find some time this weekend. Weekend's over. Okay. You know, maybe some night this week, we'll figure it out. And like nothing ever freaking happens. I actually found an article about that because it brought up some interesting points about like why guys do it. Some were like 
legit reason like okay so like they like you but don't want to commit like they don't want like the idea of a relationship commitment but they find you attractive enjoy talking to you so they want to keep the connection alive um they're not ready to say goodbye is another one like ex-partners can breadcrumb you too like if they just don't want to let you go see but this is like after you're already like in the relationship right they're lonely is another one Uh, If they lack healthy friendships and relationships and struggle to connect with others, it might be easier for them to maintain several shallow connections. Mm. Um, They see you as a backup plan. Like if they have like multiple people and they're just trying, they just want to keep everyone in the pot kind of thing. See, that's what I worry about. I don't want to be like a backup plan. Those aren't always the cases. Sometimes they're just bad at communication. Not everyone has good communication skills, as we have noticed on the apps. Some people, I don't think, took a communications class in school. Yeah. (laughs) So sometimes it just comes down to they're just really nervous. Maybe they've been uh, burned before. And so they're just kind of afraid to commit because they're like, well, I mean, one art I actually read a couple articles and one of them is like well are you putting off like breadcrumbing kind of vibes as well because if they're feeling that on their end then they're not going to want to commit to asking you out if they're like well I don't know if she's actually interested in me kind of thing I don't know so I think it depends on the person and how the conversation's been going see but it can still be so hard to tell and like I have some problems with that too. I didn't, I, I think the, they feel like you're breadcrumbing them too thing is an interesting perspective. The other ones I have a problem with, like, let's say it's someone who's been burned before. They're a little bit more shy. I don't know. That doesn't work with me. I want somebody who's assertive and wants to actually like meet up with me. Um, you had mentioned keeping you as a backup plan. I don't really want to be a backup plan. I want somebody who's so excited that they're even and I get it I'm being realistic they're probably talking to other people but like just also plan a date with me I don't don't know like especially if you're not like too far along with somebody else but I don't know I don't know that's hard I feel like it differs too between if they're intentionally doing it then yeah definitely one of those reasons I listed but if they're not like if they're unintentionally doing it it's just like they maybe they're they're shy or they're just like they just don't know what to say I don't know like not all guys are assertive because I mean it's it's relationship it's another person it's not everyone can be an Aries hey <laughs> hey rude <laughs> also the bad at communicating thing is this how communicating with you is going to be forever? Is this like a red flag of things to come if you can't just make a freaking plan? Well, like I know with myself, I'm terrible at making small talk and starting off a conversation. But once I get comfortable with someone, just beware because I won't be able to shut up. So <laughs> it's I got to get to that point, though. And it's I don't know, it's hard for me to get to that point sometimes because I've been burned so many times. It's or because of the I, apps, because it moves slow, the conversation. I mean, just like being able to get in that rhythm with someone and feeling comfortable talking to them 
yeah, it helps that I don't have to look them in the face while I'm having a conversation with them. That's just why I have a problem on dates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like in my friend, that's why like I always say I'm like an extroverted introvert. If I'm around people I know and I feel comfortable around them, yeah, I can talk to you about anything and just keep talking. But if I surround, if it's something like someone I don't know or I'm not feeling comfortable with, I'm going to be at a loss for words. Like I'm going to be nervous and not, my brain won't be functioning. Well, like, okay. If you're asking somebody out on a date, like a first date or something, like you're not doing it face to face. There's no like her looking you in the eyes and saying, no, I'm not interested. Like doesn't the fact that this is all via text message, take some of that pressure off they there's still the option that they could say no like don't you ever have that fear (laughs) I mean yeah but I'm not doing it in person so it stings less I guess yeah I was reading another article too that said you know like they may not just be asking you out they be like be be reluctant to ask you out because like because of that like are they going to say no? Are they going to say yes, but then stop talking to me after, you know, we set up a date and time? Because, I mean, people do that, too, on the apps. They'll just ghost them after they set something up or yeah. they ask. And so, like, maybe people have just been bitten before and don't want to get burned. Speaking of, there's um, something I keep seeing on TikTok, and it's these women being so frustrated when guys don't confirm plans the day of. Is that really an expectation that the plans get confirmed that day? What do you think? If someone were to ask you out, let's say on a Sunday and you're going to see them on Tuesday, like, do you expect on Tuesday that they're like, hey, we're still on? I feel like, yeah, if it's been a couple days that since you made the plans like if you're making plans in the future when you get to that day I don't know I guess it I guess it depends <laughs> like have oh, you been God. talking this whole time like if you guys make plans on a Sunday to go out on a Tuesday are you guys still talking like consistently in between Sunday and Tuesday I would hope or so or is it I just guess. like airwave silence I mean some guys do do that why I don't know. And then also Why do I'm they like, do anything they do. I do oh so God, this would be a very long episode if we tried <laughs> to dive into all of that. I just think too, like if you're the type of person who wants confirmation, then why don't you confirm it? Like why, why does it have to be in the guy's court to do that? If it's something that's important to you, like, and some of these women on TikTok are saying, like, if I don't get a confirmation text from a guy the day, I'm not showing up. And I'm like, holy shit, really? Just ask yourself. Right. Yeah, okay. I don't I'm glad we both part. agree that that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're just sitting around waiting to get asked out, just ask him. If you want also a confirmation, that. just ask him. Mm-hmm. I do not it's think. actually... I think there's like a certain kind of guy that goes on Bumble because they like the fact that the girl has to make the first move. Are you trying to say that those men are pussies? No, I just (laughs) think that maybe they're a little more insecure or they just, they need a little more push to get things going. 
Hmm. So you might have to work a little harder with them. Interesting. I can definitely see where you're coming from. And on Bumble, there's that that security net of you both have to say yes to each other before the connection is made. Whereas Hinge, if you like something, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. And so that's the big difference I noticed between the two is like, you have to work harder at a conversation and Bumble and to get the guys to do something than on Hinge where they're just sending you messages and likes and telling me how they like Marsha's bow tie. <laughs> Everybody likes Marsha's bow tie. Mm-hmm. He's a very dapper guy. He is. So yeah, I think there's a difference between the guys and how the apps are set up and why guys use certain apps. Obviously, there's a caveat to that because there's a lot of the same guys on both apps. Right. And here I thought you just didn't like Bumble because you had to send the first message. That is also true. (laughs) (laughs) But surprisingly, Bumble is the one that I've had the most conversations on. Oh, really? Yeah, because Hinge, I'm only like, I've whatever matched with a few people but they can't seem to have a conversation. Like one guy, he just sent me like acronyms for words. And I was like, I cannot have this conversation. And I unmatched oh immediately because I was like, you can't send an actual sentence. You're just like, W-Y-D, L-O-L. Like just a, again with words. the conversation skills. Why is this hard? Or one guy I'd put in his profile, he's like, I'm known for my dad jokes. So I was like, okay, hit me, you know, give me a dad joke. And he's like, they're organic I can't just give you one like it's like (laughs) like Like, seriously what the fuck so much for starting a conversation (laughs) like if you can think of one on the fly google one I don't care where it comes from keep the conversation going try no so yeah they can't seem to have conversations on there but on bumble when I start the conversation I've had more conversations have they lasted no because I'll be, I'm always the one asking the questions. The guys never ask questions of me. It's like they don't want to know anything about me. They just want me to know about them. And that's yes. yes. We yeah. They only want to talk about themselves, or they're just so bad at keeping the conversation going. You have to ask something back. I get that that's not what you do in real life face-to-face conversation. But when you're doing this via text, you you have to ask something. You have to do something to propel that conversation forward. Uh, so I realized I do have to be careful about the questions I ask because guys will ask the same question back to me. Mm-hmm. So I asked this one guy what his cat's name was. And then he, of course, turned around and asked, he's like, so what are your pet's names? And I was <laughs> like, fuck, because... I have five pets and guys don't necessarily seem to be okay with someone that has a million pets. So I like to hide that for as long as I can, That, which is why I only promote Jeeve and Marsh on my profile because I don't want them to know about Mina, Isla, and Nitro or the Fosters. Right. Don't worry, I, I haven't told anyone about the additional Fosters I have. I'm like, yeah, I just have five pets. And five is still a lot. I know. It's kind of embarrassing, but they're, they'll be there even when a guy isn't. So I can die alone, surrounded by animals. It'll be fine. And your cats will eat you. Yeah. <laughs> How comforting. We were just talking about this before we were recording about 
Uh, at least if I'm gonna die, it'll be exciting. <laughs> as long as it's good fodder for the pod, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh yeah, because we were talking about can someone pick you up on the first date? Mm-hmm. Yeah, please, please like, don't risk getting in the car killer? with a serial killer. It'll be a good story for everyone to tell after. I'm looking out for you guys. Oh, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. <laughs> And then I'll be back to being the only single one on the podcast. You can't leave me. Mm. Well, sorry. Have you had to admit to anybody how many pets you have so far? Yes, one person. And how did he react? He, he was like, oh, so you have a lot of pets. Yeah. <laughs> Is that conversation still going? Yes. Oh, he has I was not two expecting cats. that answer. Yeah, okay. he has two cats. One's named after a Star Wars character and one's named after a Formula One race car driver. So, Oh, man, where's Ashley when we need her? She'd be all I about know, that. Right? Cats and a Formula One. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to share, though, because I know we have our new little segment, Drinkworthy Dating Disasters. Yeah. Since it's not actually an episode, like a real episode today i just came across one that i wanted to share oh i'm excited app. so he had this whole list of things that he thinks so he's like things we might both like good food animals nature wildlife morning sex and showering together oh my. games of all kinds chicago bears smoking a joint and snuggling <laughs> rainstorms the last one is what got me though you running your hands through my beard. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I, like, no. gagged. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Oh, God. I it's moments like these. without laughing. <laughs> it's moments like these that I'm so sad people can't see our facial expressions. <laughs> uh, he's just looking for meaningful and fun connections. But, dude. I hope you find someone that likes running their hands through your beard because it's <laughs> not going to be me. <laughs> oh, my God. I have this guy friend who grew a mustache and I freaking hate mustaches. I think they're creepy as all get out. He's in med school. And so he's using it like kind of as a way to stand out and be memorable for residency interviews so I like understand that I guess but I was like women don't like that you're not gonna find a date like that and he was like I totally understand but the dudes who are interviewing me for these positions love it and then he sent me the other day this whole like lineup of like current residents or whatever at this hospital he was applying at. And it was just like five people in a row with mustaches. And I just responded, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) It is almost November. So everyone's (sighs) going to have a beard or mustache. And sorry, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, no, not at all. I... I know that there are lots of guys out there who are self-conscious about the fact that they can't grow facial hair. I'm your person. I Mm -hmm. don't give a shit about facial hair. The fact that you can't grow it is probably a great thing because that means you're never going to show up in the future with a beard or a mustache. Sign me up, but do not be self-conscious about that. (laughs) I'm here for you. 
Yeah, that's, I'm not a fan. They're just, I don't know. Yeah, it's too rough and bleh. I know. I don't need uh, that kind of exfoliation during a makeout <laughs> session. That's not what I'm there for. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we have a hard enough time taking care of our faces as we get older. Don't make right. it worse. <laughs> yes, this is hard enough. I don't need to do damage control after you've impaled me with all of your beard hairs. <laughs> Just run your hands through it. <laughs> Serious Epchuck reflexes right now. Gross. Well, that was a good one. And guys, you know, all of you happily relationship married folks out there, just please uh, have some empathy when you hear us bitching about what the dating apps are like. We are not exaggerating. Amy can now confirm nothing about what I said before was over the top or over dramatic. Mm-hmm. This is actual real life and it's terrible and, for, and we're sad. For all you single people out there, happy cuffing season. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to cuffing, Susan. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Shots Thoughts Pod and Twitter at Shots Thoughts. And if you're enjoying these episodes, we would love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe. Cheers! Cheers.